Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krocko, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 139 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. This week, we are back to wrap up last week's episode, which I ended up going a little bit over. I was hoping to keep it under 20 minutes, guys, but it started to inch up to 30 and I was like, I don't want to keep you guys any longer. So I'm just going to do a part two of this and share the rest of my birth story. I know people love hearing birth stories. Um, so let's just dive in. All right. Episode 139. I should call this one. I'm not trying to be a hero <laughs> because that's where we left off me yelling out, get me my epidural. I'm not trying to be a hero. I need pain medication. I can't do this on my own. So one of my biggest fears when with having children was, um, it being too late and not being able to have an epidural. Um, again, like I have friends, I know people who have had babies without an epidural and they have always been so kind and said like, I'm, cause I've always said like, Oh my God, but you're just so much stronger than me. Like, there's no way I can do that. And they've always been so kind and been like, no, you're strong too. Like you could totally do it if you really wanted to, like you can. And I used to say, but I can't like, there's no way I have that strength within me. And I think oftentimes in life, we forget how strong we really are. Um, and here's the thing. Sometimes we are handed things in life where we have no choice to be strong. Like we just, we have to just be strong. Um, we can't choose. And for me, this was that time. I can't say that I chose to not do a medication-free birth because guys, if I had to do it again, I would choose medication. I would choose getting an epidural because of how much pain was there. And all I can say is, um, thank you, Jesus, for getting me through it. Thank you for getting me through it. So (laughs) I had that, they broke my water and Again, I had barely any contractions and I had said, well, they said, do you want your epidural now? And I was like, well, I feel really great. I was like, how long do you think this process will be? And they were like, well, sometimes we break people's water. You know, it could be hours. Like we may have to like give you Pitocin to like start the contractions. Could be a day. Like it, we just don't know. And I was like, all right, let's wait on the epidural then. Um, because the epidural will always slow things down and I didn't want to slow things down. So with all of my deliveries, I've always opted to get the epidural sort of at the last minute when they're like, okay, this is sort of like your last chance now. Um, let's get it now because I've never wanted to sort of drag out the process. Um, 
people always think I'm crazy because they're like, why don't you just get it? Like as soon as you're there and you're like screaming and have so much pain. Yes, I could, but I'd rather have a faster birth. That's all. Um, so rather than sort of not being in as much pain, but potentially the birth taking like 24 hours, I'd rather have the pain up front (laughs) and be able to have my babies out in like 12 hours, which the first two, it was around 12 hours. Um, so I said, yeah, you know, I don't really feel contractions right now. So let's just wait. So 10 minutes roll by, start getting some contractions. All right, I can still handle this. They came in, I signed the paperwork for the epidural. 15 minutes, they start getting a little stronger. 20 minutes, whoa. All right, my husband now walks in the room because of COVID. He had to wait in the car um, for a while before it was like, before I could get into my room, he had to wait in the car. So he comes in and he's like, And I'm like, oh man, these contractions are starting to get strong. I think I'm going to need my epidural soon. He's like, all right, let's let them know. I said, hey, I think I'm going to need the epidural soon. They're actually starting to get really strong. 25 minutes in. Oh my God, I need it now. I don't think I can deal with this. Um, Ask again. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're on their way. Now, 30 minutes in, I'm like, oh my God oh my God, like I've never had pain like this before. And I'm like jumping out of my skin, almost start blacking out. And my husband's like, yeah, let me get the nurse. Like you've, I've never seen you be in this much pain before. Um, I don't know what's happening. And he looks really scared. So I call the nurse and I'm like, I need that epidural now. I don't know what's going on, but like, I feel like I'm going to black out. I've never felt like this before. Now I'm like basically like jumping out of my skin. I'm like moving around like crazy. Like I can't get comfortable. I'm like, oh my God, I'm panicking. I don't know what to do. All of a sudden they come running in with it and I panic and I say to the nurse, oh my God, I feel like, I feel like I have to push. And she's like, no, don't push. And I'm like, I feel like something's pushing. I feel like his head is pushing. And she looks and she's like, oh my God, lay down. And then she motions the epidural guys to leave the room. They look like as white as a ghost. They run out. I lay down and I'm like, oh my God, get the doctor. Something's wrong. Something's not right. And for some reason, they put that in my notes because when I went back for both my checkups, I remember the nurses being like, yeah, so that was really quick. And all they can remember was you yelling out, like, something's not right. Get the doctor. As I'm saying that, all of a sudden, I feel like I blacked out. And all I remember was, like, throwing myself back to lay down and the midwife running into the room, me looking at her, and then the baby literally just shooting out onto the table and them catching the baby, like her literally running in and catching the baby. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) So I, now the baby has literally just like been expelled from my body. The contractions were so strong that 
they literally just pushed the baby out. Again, I have never felt pain like that in my life. I completely panicked because I'm like, I can't do this on my own for like in one second. I'm like, I can't do this on my own. I'm not strong enough. I almost started crying when she motioned them out. I'm like, I cannot do this. And she's like, you're going to have to do this. And my husband's like, you're going to have to do this. And I'm like, I can't do this. And I wanted to just curl up in a ball and go away. And the next second the baby is out and I'm like, oh my God, it's over. But now because I think that I like blacked out and I'm like delusional, my body's like shaking because it just gone through so much trauma. I look down at the table and I think that I'm like hallucinating, but I see the baby there wrapped up in what looks like the amniotic sac. Like I, and it's so funny because days prior I was on Instagram and in my, um, explore window, a video popped up of a baby. They call it a mermaid baby, a baby that's delivered in the amniotic sac. And I'm like, that is so weird. Like that's like freaky looking, like that's crazy. And I remember Googling it and they, and saying like, one in every 80,000 babies is born in the call, which is considered like a mermaid baby. And it's like, they say like, it's like good luck or something. Like one of those wives tales. Hey guys, so spring is on its way finally. And I don't know about you, but when I think about the spring, I think about people getting outside more, being more social, getting more visible. And when I say visible, I want to introduce you guys to my course, Invisible to Impactful. I bet some of you are wanting to use that new spring energy and put yourselves out there in business even more. And if that's you, and if you've been wondering how to get yourself visible, how to work through some of those fears and insecurities and limiting beliefs that maybe you tell yourself that's been holding you back from getting visible, this course is for you. It is simple, it is straightforward, and I also give you a bonus module. And the bonus module includes how to create all of your content for an entire year in about 30 minutes a week. Once you go through 13 weeks of creating your content, you are pretty much done forever. It's crazy, I know. Ask all of my clients, ask all of my mastermind ladies, I love making things simple. And this is how I started doing my content five years ago and still do it today. So I wanna give you guys a special little bonus because I'm on maternity. I am spending beautiful time outside right now. And why not just give you a fun little bonus? So anyways, get $100 off. Let's go from invisible to impactful with the code thinking like a boss podcast. Now this has to be all in caps. Okay. So uppercase letters, thinking like a boss podcast, head on over to keycrackle.com forward slash courses, keycrackle.com forward slash courses. Again, get a hundred dollars off with the code thinking like a boss podcast in all caps. Guys, don't wait, go get started now. This is my signature course has been out there for four years and people swear by it. All right. Love ya. And typically when that happens, it's because the baby is born prematurely. Um, or they say the baby is very tiny. 
Um, and the amniotic sac has not been damaged. So I just think I'm hallucinating. And I remember saying to Andrew, like, is that like real? And I don't know. I don't remember. Don't think anything of it except for, oh my God, my baby's here. My biggest baby at eight pounds, 11 ounces. Thank God this is over. The next day the midwife comes in and she was like, oh my God, how cool was that? The baby was born in the call. And I was like, wait, so I'm not crazy. I wasn't hallucinating. And she was like, no, how cool was that? And she's telling the lactation consultant. And I'm like, wow, that is really cool. I so wish that I got a picture. So this is the crazy thing with like living in our day and age now. If we don't have a picture to remember it or to show people, I don't know if any of you guys experienced this, but do you feel like it never happened? Um, I'm curious, like write me a message. Cause I just want to know, am I the only one that feels this way? I'm like, if I tell people this, they probably won't believe me. Um, unless I have a picture to show, but that's what actually made this even more special. I feel like, because there's no picture to show it. And the, us, my, me, my husband, the midwife, the nurse, we are the only people who were there to witness it. And the only people who have the evidence of that and that memory. And it was just the coolest thing ever. And typically it happens like when women are doing home births, because there's not a lot of interventions that occur, um, is what I've heard. And they are able to like take the picture then because in the hospital, they're like cleaning everything up so quickly and doing everything so fast that there was no time to pull out a camera and take a picture. And again, I thought I was just hallucinating. So anyways, remember last week when I told you about those two words that I kept hearing all throughout my pregnancy, fast and furious? Well, that's what we got, fast and furious. It wasn't fast and furious like I had hoped, like having the baby in a shocking way or having the baby much sooner than we had anticipated. That's what I thought it meant by fast and furious was like, the baby's going to come early, just like Annabelle did. But no, the baby's going to come five days late. And by the time you get to the hospital, like you're barely going to be there in time to have your, your baby. Um, so thankfully, um, through all of this, we had thought that, especially because we had, um, Annabelle in quarantine, we thought that they were going to have to COVID test Andrew before coming into the hospital. They COVID tested me. Um, but actually because it all happened so fast, we never even got the results back, whether, whether I was positive or negative in time after having the birth, I was like, Oh my God, like, did you guys ever find out? Do I have COVID? And they were like, no, we don't have COVID. It came back negative. Um, but all I can say is praise God, because at first they had said, yes, we have to test your husband and it, you know, takes 30 minutes to get results. So if they had actually tested him, he would not have made it in time for the birth. I remember when he came up, I was like, what? They let you up? I thought they were going to have to COVID test you. And he was like, no, they didn't. 
And I'm like, that's shocking. They just let you in here. Okay, wonderful. So yeah, he would not have made it to the birth. So it's like all of these little beautiful God moments of, hey, I always have every little piece of this planned out for you. Like I do not skip a detail, right? So if I had originally gone for that induction, first of all, it could have been a really long process, right? And yes, I would have been home in time for Annabelle's birthday, but ultimately she still would have been quarantined. And how special was it that baby was not here yet. And while she was quarantined, I got to have so much one-on-one time with her. We had an extra five or, I think it was extra five or six days of one-on-one time with Annabelle, which was even more special after her birthday. Um, second of all, I wouldn't have had my favorite midwife there at the birth. I would have had a doctor that I had actually never met before who was scheduled to do it. Um, and then by having all of those different interventions to induce me, there wouldn't have been this like really special story. And it's funny. Cause I just like also had in my mind, like God has this special birth story for every single baby. And it just felt really special. And again, I felt him saying like, don't change that story. Like, yes, you're in pain, but I can take the pain away and just allow the story to unfold. Like, don't force this baby out. Just allow it all to flow. Oh, I hear baby boy. He's up now. And thankfully I did because I mean, I would not have had that fast of a birth. Um, my recovery process was so much easier this time too. Um, I think because luckily I did not have all of those different interventions of, um, you know, being like pumped up with fluids and, um, all of the different needles and all that. So I felt really good. Um, and I'm just so grateful. And, you know, I kept thinking again, like, what was the lesson in this? And my lesson was like, again, going back to stop controlling, stop trying to control every little moment, like just release. And I feel like this has always been a lesson in my life, Um, but I'm shown it more and more and more. And ultimately, like all of that worrying that I had done, and we do this, all of us do this, right? We worry about these small, minute details, like am I going to get my edits done? Am I going to have tons of edits? Are they going to hate my book? Um, am I going to miss Annabelle's birthday? Um, like, am I going to miss my epidural? Like all these different worries and concerns that we have. And ultimately our lives are already planned and there's no way to control. I literally did everything in my control to try to control the outcome. And ultimately God's outcome was completely different. Um, and it was beautiful and it was exactly the way it was supposed to happen. So 
my lesson for you again today is to just let go. I know it's so cheesy, but like let go and let God. Um, because his plan is there. He's got it all planned for you. And there's no need to try to control it. And that's baby crying. So I'm going to end it right there. Um, if you guys have questions, I would love to answer questions for you. I'm going to go get this baby and go feed him, but come back for episode 140 next week. I'll be sharing some more behind the scenes. Again, these episodes are not in my tip with my typical equipment. I'm recording this on my phone because I'm still on maternity and I got to make it as easy as possible, right? Because if we don't make things easy for ourselves, we're not going to do them. And I wanted to still show up for you guys and be here and still connect with you all. So thank you for listening. I will talk to you guys next week. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.